welcome to the Enneagram One Project Podcast with your host, Dominic Vandal, where ones come to learn mindset tools and embodiment techniques to reduce frustrations, quiet their inner critic, and live a most expansive life. If you're ready to make your unique oneness your superpower, then this is the show for you. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, Episode 21, More Playfulness and Pleasure, Please. I think one of the most common questions that we have as Enneagram Type 1s is how to move more towards expansion, towards the qualities of the Enneagram Type 7. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because, well, I still 100% hold the philosophical stance that being a one is my superpower, I admit that I find deep satisfaction in exploring what is available to me as a human. And qualities of type seven falls under that category. In today's episode, I'll share with you how I incorporate more of type seven qualities on a daily basis and how I create a dance with point seven and my oneness. First, let's explore what those type seven qualities are. The qualities that we Enneagram type ones move towards when we are more in presence as opposed to in our heads include spontaneity and playfulness. What those mean exactly for each of us will differ due to so many variables, including, but never limited to, past experiences with each of those terms as well as the cultural and generational interpretation of those words. I can only speak for myself when I say that spontaneity is simply going with the flow, as opposed to following a rigid plan. As for playfulness, I see that as creating and finding joy and pleasure in the moment. Both require us to be present in the body, and have self-trust that we can pivot and handle whatever comes our way. I do invite you to decide what each of those qualities mean to you. Totally okay if your understanding is different from mine. Now that we know which qualities of the Enneagram Type 7, the enthusiast, that we are leaning into, how do we lean into them? As usual, there isn't one way, but I'll offer what's helped me so that you can have a place to start your experiment if you feel called to do so. First, it's not about what your head says should be spontaneous and playful. It's about what your body's experience is in the moment and following a pull that calls to your senses. To me, that can only start with pausing the brain chatter and dropping into my body. We do this by becoming aware of the body the felt sensations that your body is experiencing in the moment. I explain this in far greater detail in my course, Embodiment for Emotional Mastery, available on my website, dominicvandal.com. So head over there if you are interested in knowing more. Once I feel myself connected to my body, my emotions, my senses, and my energy, I ask myself, where's the pleasure for me here? Am I available in this moment to lean into it more? And how do I move more toward it? This may sound like it would take a long time. And it might be 
It might be weird at first, but it doesn't have to take long and it won't once you get the hang of it. You can absolutely change the questions to better match your desires. It's really all an experiment. In fact, it's an ever-evolving process that I am fine-tuning. But at this time, it has been my most straightforward path to embodying more of the enthusiast qualities while embracing my oneness. Let me share a fairly recent example with you. I have always had goals and projects that I'm working towards. But they sometimes seem to disconnect me further from myself, the essence of who I am and my body. Everything shifted this year when I started asking myself where the goal was coming from. What's actually important about the goal for me? And how can I infuse it with pleasure? This is something that I encourage you to do when you work one-on-one with me towards a project. One of my current goals as I get closer to 40, is to have a body that is able to keep up with me, which I was not supporting by sitting most of the day in front of a Zoom screen. So I made some changes. Enter the wonderful one brain. I can improve my fitness and I can improve on how I reach that goal as I evaluate along the way. I got to planning. But then when I evaluated my progress and my process, I wondered how I could infuse more of the aliveness that I feel during an embodiment practice into taking care of my body because I was not enjoying the workouts. And I choose to lead myself, not force myself. You see, this line of questioning and centering of pleasure was all I needed for my body to scream, stop doing workouts. The reason you don't stick with them is because there's no pleasure in the activity for you. Ah, okay, body. So body, what would be pleasurable? The answer was dance until you sweat. You can imagine that that is exactly what I did next. I incorporated some pleasure by finding some YouTube videos that had songs that I actually enjoyed. And then something magical happened. YouTube did that thing that YouTube does, and it recommended a video that I felt a pull towards. Let's break that down for just a second. I was much more present in my body during this dance workout, enough so that I could actually access and notice that pull from that recommended section. It's like they all work together. I can feel that pull when I'm present. I can feel that pull when I'm enjoying myself and I can answer that pull when I am already being playful. I want to pause for just a second because this is different. That pull from seeing that recommended section in YouTube, it was very deliberate on my part to go see it. It was not on a default, not present place of just continuing to watch one video after another. Clear distinction to make. And so here I am giving this new recommended video a try. And wow, these videos are vibrant. The music that the host uses speaks to my soul. And there's nothing stiff about the workouts. We move our hips, our pelvis area. I feel alive. I feel full. I feel sensual. I happen to also be getting a workout and I'm sweating. But it's secondary to the pleasure that I gift myself every day by moving my body in a way that is grounded, connected, 
and completely free. So I start by incorporating my external senses. I notice the music vibrating outside of myself and I let it go deeper within, paying attention to how my body wants to respond to the vibrations. Then I respond, follow along the movements that I see the host do. And as I do this, I feel the air around my body move as I move. I let that be a sensation I heighten by paying attention more fully. And of course, sometimes I pause to drink water and even that is filled with pleasure as it refreshes me, cools me down a little bit because I'm sweating by now and it allows me to keep going. As I follow the host's lead, I also pay attention to what my own body is asking of me. Sometimes I add a movement for my body's own pleasure. Sometimes I skip or adjust the movement at my body's request. I smile, I laugh, I sing along, and I've even surprised myself by making lots of unexpected sounds, all part of being embodied. My entire being expresses itself with the practice. In that moment, I lean into spontaneity and playfulness within a certain structure because that works well for me. I keep increasing my capacity to embody these qualities in a way that is safe for me. And I am noticing that I bring those into my life more often because I have supported myself and not forced myself. At the end of the video, I know pretty much every single time that my energy has changed. I am completely alive in this moment. I have a heightened awareness of my body, my energy, and my emotions. Everything seems to have been reset as if grounded. So here's the fun part. Take a moment to look at what you do in a typical day. Where might there be space for you to be curious? It can be something you're already doing, just like what I just shared. It was already a goal that I was working towards. So it's not like I added anything else to my day. It also does not have to be your focus all day, every day. Start small with your own explicit permission to look for where you can add a moment of presence to check in with your body and find ways to increase playfulness in what you are doing. The spontaneity and the playfulness, they can come alive when you are present and in the moment. That means being in your body, not in the past, not in the future, but right now. The way that I like to approach adding pleasure or embodying more of your inner seven is in small changes and shifts. They're so much easier to grasp and to maintain those small changes, and they create greater impact both daily and in the long term. I so hope that you can implement some of these ideas if they resonate with you and start your own experiment towards embodying some of those seven qualities along with your wonderful one qualities. Until next time, love to each and every one. Thank you so much for listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things one. If you were inspired by today's topic and would like to make a project or goal for yourself that revolves around it, I'd love to support you in my coaching program. We'll use this project to help you become fierce at making decisions you love. It's a win-win. You'll reach your goals with more efficiency and become super solid in how you make decisions 
resulting in a quieter inner critic and more self-trust. For more information, head over to my website, dominicvandal.com. That's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L.com. Look at the top of the page for the Work With Me tab. I can't wait to meet you.